What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Matt Report. Season 8, the year 2019. I'm finally able to get through the sickness, which I, I, I'm i not even going to say it, but I've been sick for like what feels like an eternity. I've been sick for about two months, uh, and I'm able to finally record this introduction to this episode, which has been sitting in the can since the tail end of 2018. My good friend, Dan Maybe of WPandUp.org. If you're somebody who's um, struggling in the mental health space, struggling in the physical fitness space, this organization is one you definitely want to reach out to. If you're somebody who wants to support the cause, they have donation forms set up on the site. I think it's going to be a game changer for a lot of us uh, in this space. Uh, The slogs of freelancer and, and starting a business. Uh, can really start to weigh down on one uh, who doesn't really have the support system either locally or uh, even through the internet. And I think that this is going to be something that can help a lot of people and it's helping a lot of people worldwide. So definitely check it out. Uh, what else have you been working on? You notice I got some new intro music. Some of you have questioned that in the past. Hey, boys, it sounds sounds a little down, right? Sounds like, you know, not this uppity up kind of beat that most podcasts listen to. And that was an artistic choice. <laughs> you know, when I sat down with the art team for the Matt Report, we talked about, you know, what, what do we, how do we apply sound to the change of the WordPress space? Uh, and that was the music we went with, went with. Now we're changing it up slightly as we, uh, as we sort of get out of that, that, that phase of the change of WordPress. Uh, of course, we're still talking about it in some of these episodes here, but we're going to start to change away from that and start to open up uh, the Matt Report to conversations with more digital creators, uh, folks who are not just in the WordPress space, uh, but well beyond or you know, have never even used a CMS or written a line of code or even sold something online. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting um, and exciting uh, transition away from just the core talk of everything WordPress. And I hope you stay along for the ride. I've got this email list, which I never email. It's the worst way to set this up, but I'm going to email you <laughs> when there's a new uh, change in the format of the show. MattReport.com slash subscribe to join that mailing list. Let's get right into the sure, show. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm aware of many hats, as most of us are. Um, I'm a director of Blue 37, a digital agency based out of London. Um, I'm also, as you mentioned, the founder of WPN Up. Uh, it's a charity supporting and promoting positive mental health within the WordPress community. Um, I've done, uh, I'm the lead organizer for WordCamp London 2019. I Lead, organi- lead organizer for a number of meetups across the UK. I think we've got four meetups currently and some more to come. Uh, so yes, keep myself busy doing quite a lot. I want to dive right into it because I, I don't want to forget to ask any questions and I, I really want to shine the light. Maybe we'll dive into some of the uh, the changes in the WordPress space. Uh, that's been the sort of mantra of this season. Um, but why WPN Up? Why, why did you start this? Uh, let folks know what this initiative is about and, and why it all came uh, to the forefront for you. Yeah, sure, no problem. So, I mean, I've, I've been involved in WordPress, I've been using WordPress now for about uh, nearly 10 years, I think, uh, nine, 10 years. Um, I've been involved in the community for about, actively involved in the community for about seven years now. Um, I have been lead organizer for the WordPress London meetup um, for for, the, for about six, seven years. Um, I've uh, in my time running these events um, and being active within the community, have have had lots of conversations, lots of uh, discussions with with members in the community, um, and noticed uh, that there's been a major issue uh, relating to isolation, loneliness, uh, leading on to depression, anxiety, uh, uh, quite a, a stream of mental health related issues. Um, I actually had a desire back in 2014 uh, to launch a charity 
um, initially focused on supporting individuals that are struggling with addiction or impacted directly by addiction. Um, back end of last year, I've, I've, over the years, I've constantly kind of put it back, put it back, said I've got to, I've got to focus on myself, I've got to focus on the business. There's always been something that I've, I've kind of felt that I needed to be concentrating on. Um, but back in the last year, it just hit me with a wave that there was just so many people um, that I was having conversations with that I just really felt we needed to to bring something to the community. Um, so I sat down with a, a number of colleagues, which are now our friends, which are now the um, core trustees of the charity. Um, and we really kind of just fleshed through what, what is it? What's, what's the, what are the issues here? Um, and we really we very quickly realized that everything we were talking about uh, drilled down back to mental health, mental health related issues. Um, so, uh, so back in the last year, we started that process of becoming a registered charity, uh, which uh, took some time uh, here in the UK, a lot of, uh, a lot of red tape to get through. Um, but we've we've managed it. Uh, I think it was around September this year we got uh, we got registered charity registered charitable status. Um, but over that period, we've been doing an awful lot trying to support uh, individuals. It's um, been very very organic, shall we say, over the last twelve months. Uh, but it's been incredible. We've had um, I think we've got around uh, we've got twenty four volunteers now supporting WPN up. Uh, all of this fully unfunded at this stage. Um, and it's been a really good kind of proof of concept, if you like. Yeah, and I don't want to downplay the effort you've put into this. And, and I know it's easy because there's so many of us, and, and myself included, that have launched little things online for like mentorship. And, and a lot of people talk about mental health, which is which is good, but this is serious business right here. Like, this is, you're not messing around. This is a registered charity. Like, this is the real deal. You've got partners. The site looks great. There's tons of information there already. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this and you either need some help or you want to give back to this cause, this is the real deal. This isn't, we're not playing. <laughs> no, not no. at all. No, right. it's it's quite a um, a difficult challenge. Um, I we, can imagine we've we've not taken on something simple here, unfortunately. But if it was simple, it would there would already be a result. There would already be a solution in place. Um, we're 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 talking about supporting a global community, um, and a global community comes with obviously a, a whole ream of challenges um, relating to, for example, cultural uh, differences relating to mental health. Um, we, we are already having conversations and have had conversations with individuals globally um, where we're, we're coming up against some really quite challenging um, perceptions towards mental health. Um, what's, and what's one of those challenges that you've sort of met with uh, so far? It's um, unfortunately some, some of the countries with the individuals that we've spoken with, it's been related to their cultural um, background um, and just a very negative uh, uh stigma related to mental health i mean they know I'm, it's there but they don't want to talk about it they're not going to bubble it up to the conversation that's, that's right i mean we, we've had comments such as if i stand up and say that i'm struggling with mental health I'll, i will be um labeled as crazy um and some really quite difficult things to hear relating to how people are um perceiving mental health and the challenges relating to it uh, is, is this something that, and I, I guess I'll just be upfront with it, is, is this something that you, that you struggled with yourself and, and, and yeah. this, is the, this is the inertia coming forward to say, you know what, I've struggled with it and, and I'm going to put this forward? Absolutely, yes, yeah. No, everything coming from this has been, come from, has, has been born out of personal experiences. Um, I've given a couple of talks uh, relating to this and relating to my kind of more personal story around it. Um, 
and every time I've given any kind of talk, every time I've had any kind of discussion, the the, the outpouring from the individuals that are listening, um, whether it's been there there and then at the event or later on privately, um, has just it's been staggering and quite humbling actually the way people are um, responding. It's 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 almost as if the community have been waiting for permission to talk about mental health. I mean, there have been some really good individuals. Um, I mean, Corey Miller was a really big influence for me um, to be able to kind of step up and start talking about it. Uh, and a number of others that, that within our community that have given talks. Um, and it's just it's just incredible, that response each time you get it. Every time you really, kind of, people recognise it's okay to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the internet and social media, and I'm sure you've, you've talked about this, you know, that great length already, but social media just amplifies, I guess, the positives and negatives. It allows us to, you and I, to connect and me to see your cause and, 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 and reach other people and help other people. But at the same time, the same channel <clears throat> only amplifies the negative, you know, and, and I, everyone deals with it. Nobody wants to talk about it. I mean, I am 100% guilty of being, you know, on the business and, and professional side, looking at other people and be like, I'll never be like that person. You know, I'll never get on the speaker circuit that she's on or write the book that she wrote or, you know, have the cool car that he has, that kind of thing. Um, you know, and, and on the personal side, struggled with it all of my life. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, being the short, fat guy at, at high school, right? And like all my friends played basketball. And I'm just like, yeah, come on, people. Like, don't forget about me down here, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I grew up in sales, so that sort of helped me uh, get out of that, that mold. But um, certainly this era with everything going on in the world uh governments uh poverty super rich people mm -hmm. um uh, entrepreneurship sort of being this this thing that people are gravitating towards social media is not really helping um suppress uh these these issues mm -hmm. what's the big goal what's the short-term goal i should say uh, what's the mm -hmm. short-term thing that you're striving for right now to say okay halfway through 2019 this is going to be a success mm -hmm. Yeah, great question. Um, they, and that's that's quite a difficult one to answer, to be honest. We're we're so we've 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 been functioning for twelve months now, um, kind of unfunded. Um, as I say, we weren't a, we weren't a formal charity until very recently. Um, we did a very little bit of um, almost marketing uh, at the very beginning of the year, and and that really was just intended to be kind of a, a kind of a, a, a soft hello. This is what we are wanting to bring to the community. This is what we want. we want to start opening up some conversations about what this might look like. Um, and we we reached out to a number of members of the community uh, and put together a, a, a video. Um, that video was just uh, with some individuals within the community um, talking about mental health, and it was staggering about the floodgates opened um, just simply off the back of that one video. Um, what it meant was we've actually ended up delivering a lot more um, mentorship and companionship that we hadn't initially intended to be providing at this stage. Um, so it's it's it, it has meant that we're kind of slightly behind where we wanted to be now because we haven't been able to focus on um, some of the core kind of um, strategic elements of, of setting up the charity. We've actually been delivering the support, mentorship and companionship um, so come mid 2019, um, I'd like to be where we should be now. If <laughs> uh, you recently just, uh, you went to WordCamp US, correct? Yes. Uh, here in the States. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
talking to people, telling them about this idea? What was that? Yeah. How, how was that received there? It, it was amazing. Um, I mean, the response we received from people was just incredible. Every time, I mean, from individuals and from companies alike. Um, we've actually had, uh, I don't know if I can give them a little shout out here, um, the team at WPMU Dev have given us an incredible uh, donation. Um, they've really helped us to be able to start this um, from a financial perspective now. Uh, there were a number of other companies as well that have all pledged um, to support us. We are having lots of ongo ongoing discussions with them at the moment. Um, and it really is, it's a challenging one because we're wanting to provide a global support network. Um, it, unfortunately it does take finances. Um, and I, I'm pleased to say that the, almost every single company and individual that we spoke to, um, at WorkCamp US responded positively. Um, and it was just, it was again, very humbling, um, to hear those responses. You can go, if you're listening to this and, and you're interested in, in giving to the cause, wpandup.org slash give. Is that the Give WP plugin? It is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those guys are great. Um, are. I, I'd like to see, <clears throat> hopefully, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, I criticize uh, how WordPress, as from a non-developer point of, of view, that's my context, um, mm -hmm. I criticize sort of, you know, the project and how it's led and, and all that stuff. Um, I would love for either Matt or the foundation to really connect with something like this and, and make it a part of the, the a WordCamp experience or at least part of the greater WordCamp experiences. Have you had to start, had those conversations yet or looking down that path? Uh, so I had a, uh, a, a positive conversation with Matt actually at the Contributor Day at WordCamp US. Um, there's there's been lots of kind of discussion internally uh, within our trustees, within the uh, the advisors that we got, the, the team of volunteers, etc. Trying to work out what how we can move forward with um, with uh, work camps and uh, working with the existing community. Um, something we're very very keen on is to to be as efficient as possible. Uh, we don't want to keep reinventing the wheel. Um, so it's about kind of partnering with existing charities, for example, for example in the UK we've um, partnered with Mind, uh, an existing mental health charity here. Uh, we're looking to do the same with other um, within other countries. Uh, so similarly, within the um, kind of WordPress uh, space, if you like, um, we're wanting to work with WordCamps to to help uh, raise awareness, uh, to help ensure that people know realise that actually we can we can talk about mental health. We can we can there are uh, support systems out there for individuals. Um, we were very fortunate. Um, the lovely team at WordCamp Edinburgh, actually this year in the UK, uh, put together a sponsorship package for us, um, which meant that we could again get some some coverage there um, and some exposure. So again, people were reaching out to us off the back of that. Um, just to find, some people finding out more information, some people wanting to discuss further. Um, so I mean, if we can do more of that with WordCamps, um, where we are just really kind of giving more exposure to the kind of the, the positive elements of mental health and how it could be supported. What does the baseline, I hate to use the word product, but what, what does the baseline service or product of something like this, uh, what, what, how does that exist? So somebody mm -hmm. wants to reach out, they say, you know, I am struggling with this and I, I do need to just talk to somebody. Is that the baseline uh, level of acceptance in this that you, that you do get to connect with somebody to just talk to and, and work through these or is there like a, a structured curriculum if you will to mm -hmm. to work through 
couple of different levels. I mean, we've got we've got two we've got very t uh, two very different um, uh, audiences, if you like, uh, customer bases, if you like. And I, I don't want to be crass, but we've got to realise that a, a charity does need to be funded. It does need to fund itself. Um, what we're trying to do is ensure that everything we, we are putting in place enables us to continue to be um, sustainable going forward. And obviously finances are an aspect of that. Um, we've got the the kind of the freelance, the individual, the solo business owner, um, the, the kind of individual business person um, that needs support. Um, there's obviously a, a, a high potential for isolation, social isolation for these individuals. I mean, I know when I was starting my business out many years ago, I could spend literally days without interacting with another another human being. I may be on Slack all day long, but actually chatting with another person face to face, uh, I could go, go without. Um, so we've got that kind of market. Then we've also got the the larger companies within our space. Um, that uh, the obvious ones are distributed teams, uh, because obviously it's distributed teams. Yes, individuals are part of a team, but again, they can still spend a long time isolated potentially. Um, so we've got services that we're looking to deliver and offer for uh, companies that employ individuals. Um, so we almost come as a um, uh, component within their HR systems. Um, we're wanting to deliver uh, uh, an anonymized um, phone support system um, that allows staff members of teams to be able to, uh, to reach out to us and have conversations um, if they are kind of unable to have those conversations with their employee because, employer because they feel that maybe there's a, a barrier there. We want to ensure that we, we have a service available for them. Um, and likewise for the freelancers, for these the, the solo business owners, um, we want to um, be able to deliver a service to these individuals that are that is ideally free to end free to end per, uh, uh, end user um, because often a lot of the conversations we've had with individuals have related to finances as as solo business owners and the struggles that they 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 are suffering with with finances so of course the last thing we want to do is then say yes we can we can bring you on this mental program and hit you with a nice big Three thousand pound bill, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. just doesn't work. Yeah. No, to ensure that we are, um, we're supporting them in every way, and of course, cost is a is an aspect that we need to consider. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's it's not something that uh, again, you know, people have to realize because I know a lot of things. It, you know, for example, one of the things I, I sort of gave a half hearted attempt to years ago uh, was a website called WP Mentor, and 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 like you, I sort of thought, well, it, was, it would be great if, <clears throat> you know, if I, when I started my business, just to have somebody that sort of ride along with me, look over my shoulder and yep. we check in every once in a while. It sounds easy, <laughs> but, but that, you know, that little connection of how do I get somebody virtually, you know, to, uh, who's in Ohio to connect with Dan out in, in London and, and, yep. and make that something that really works. And, uh, you know, actually when I, I first launched it, there were a few people that connected and they were genuine mentors and people genuinely looking for help. Um, mm -hmm. And then it sort of just spiraled into like people like, I need somebody to change the header on my website. <laughs> website. Can they just do it for me? And I'm like, no, this is not that kind mm -hmm. of site. Um, yeah. But here we are years later and <clears throat> I'm, I'm working on a new project right now, which is sort of connecting a mentor with somebody again. And I just find it very difficult mm -hmm. to bridge that gap of that human mm -hmm interaction of having somebody face to face with you at, at a desk yep. mm -hmm. um, and do that virtually. Uh, mm -hmm. he, you and I are on Zoom right now talking halfway around the world, but uh, 
I don't know. Is is that is there a, a way that you're approaching it that might be slightly different than just a Zoom call or a Skype call? Or is, is that what we got for technology right now? It's so difficult. And it's it's something we don't have the answer to, unfortunately. Um, it's something we've, 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 again, having a lot of conversations around uh, we're kind of developing. Do we develop buddy systems, for example? Um, we, we have to be very conscious of the fact that we're dealing with a very, very sensitive topic. Um, and what the last thing we want to be doing is putting um, uh, anybody in a situation where either party, either the, the mentor slash buddy and the individual that's requiring support is uh, vulnerable. Um, it really is quite a challenging um, situation because we need to ensure that obviously the individual that requires support receives the level of support that they need. Um, so we're we're kind of coming at a, uh, coming at it at the moment from a kind of a, at, the, at, at this point in time from a kind of a WordPressy perspective, um, understanding the business, understanding the uh, the challenges that we face. So there's the kind of that mentorship side of it, but then the the kind of the finances for us come in where we're then purchasing in professional mental health services. So it's combining the kind of WordPress expertise as well as the professional mental health services. How does that? work <laughs> uh, to throw the big heavy uh, big heavy question at you I mean like you said some people are just you know there's like a it's it's mental health but from like a confidence level I don't think I can do this I don't think I can succeed in my business but then there are people who are dangerously questioning um, living in fact um, how do you bridge the gap of professional help and responsibility and mm -hmm. not just partnering up with you know somebody who doesn't really know how to handle a situation where somebody is mm -hmm. legitimately questioning, you know, existing anymore. What does that look like? How are you finding these professional services? So that, that again, very, very difficult. Um, we are, um, we're having to be very, very careful. We initially we set out, so our first document that we put together was our safeguarding policy. Um, we initially set out with a, uh, a desire to create this safeguarding policy that would be one of these genuinely useful documents. And as we went through the process, we realized it was just more and more from a legalese perspective. We needed to ensure that everybody was was protected. Um, and it's really, really difficult to be able to create that kind of document that's, that's genuinely useful, but then doesn't just get bogged down with all of this very difficult language. Um, so we're having to kind of we're having to look at this, this the structure in terms of the individuals who is responsible for what, um, and we are uh, looking to bring on paid paid for staff staff that are um, uh, have a level of expertise um, from a mental health perspective. Um, in an ideal world, we'll, they'll also have some expertise from a WordPress perspective, and we've been very fortunate so far in terms of the team that we've been able to develop. Um, but that, that journey of um, support and that journey that individuals are coming through, we've got a number of tools that we're trying to implement or we, we are implementing. Um, we've been very fortunate in that we were, we've been uh, donated a platform called, called Motional. Uh, this Motional platform has been running for some time now and has been used within schools to monitor and support uh, pupils' uh, mental health perspective. Um, we are working with the emotional team at the moment to redevelop this um, into a, a platform that's suitable for, for our community. Um, and that's just one of the tools that we have in our box that um, allows us to, to, uh, to monitor and, and maintain a, a, a safe level of support uh, within WPNUP. We don't have the silver bullet yet. There, there is no kind of one answer, unfortunately, for this. Yeah, I can't uh, imagine. I can't imagine there is. Um, mm -hmm. You know, but 
it, it's great to hear that those that obviously those are being considered not that you know looking at what you've done so far it wouldn't be considered but again i just want to emphasize that um this is this is something that folks should be taking serious uh, i just want people to know that this is uh this is the real deal mental health can strike uh, <clears throat> uh folks that you have no idea about right and i'd be remiss if i didn't mention my good friend clint warren you know strapping dude jacked we'd always joke you know about like lifting weights and just to have a really great guy ran the um uh the connecticut word camp for a little bit a little while um and you know sadly uh, uh you know passed away um from this depression and, and you would have never thought it right um i remember we had a, a phone call set up to to do a, a mat report interview uh, for our like second or third time and he was just going to talk about public speaking and uh you know he just we missed the call and I was emailing him and never heard back. And then, you know, months go by and his mom had actually emailed me saying that, um, you know, he had passed away and I was just like shocked. It was just, it was just a really emotional, uh, experience. Um, and you know, not to get morbid, but the, you know, thinking about mortality and, and, and mm -hmm. we all get connected online. We're all friends on Twitter, but, we don't, mm -hmm. we're not physically next to each other. N news can strike and we would never even know for months mm -hmm. at a time. And, and that's what really hurt me the most. Um, it's, you know, this is not a question. This is just a more like this digital age is, mm -hmm. yeah. is, a, is a boon. It's amazing. But at the same time, it can suck. <laughs> you know, it can suck. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And again, it's great to have this, uh, this mm -hmm. organization. We've, we've unfortunately we've just been through um, a, a similar experience here in the UK and uh, an individual in the community. Um, unfortunately, uh, you would you would you could potentially look at his profiles online, look at his, his um, various uh, feeds, Twitter feeds, etc., and think there's there's a funny guy, there's an individual that's doing well, there's an individual that's happy, um, and uh, unfortunately he went quiet. Uh, uh, active member within the Genesis community and actually the Genesis community were incredible the way they kind of jumped onto this and, and reached out to try and find out what was going on um, and unfortunately we uh, did discover that he had uh, taken his life um, and outwardly you would you would not have known there was an issue um, with, with this with him yeah so and you know very very real yeah definitely so if, if you are somebody listening and uh, you know, God forbid, thinking those thoughts, or you know somebody, definitely direct them uh, to wpandup.org and get involved uh, as soon as possible. Yeah. Let's try to transition and talk about, um, you know, the change of WordPress. And, and slightly on the same uh, accord of what we've been talking about is, you know, a lot of folks um, are dealing with this now where, hey, the, the market has changed a bit, you know. Mm -hmm. um, there's the tools are getting easier. They're getting more widespread. Luckily, people are learning how to build websites uh, without having to hire somebody. So, <coughs> excuse me, maybe the lower end of the market is shrinking a bit. Um, mm -hmm. Tons of themes, tons of plugins. Yeah. People who were, you know, the, the the developer who was trying to get their their plugin seen and and start this business. I like to call them the blue collar digital worker. I consider myself a blue collar digital worker. Um, things mm -hmm. are changing a bit, especially with the world yes. of Gutenberg. What have you seen? Um, from the agency perspective um, or the product perspective, what, what are the big changes mm -hmm. you've seen in the way uh, people are running their WordPress business today? 
Yeah, great question. Um, and there has been a lot of change. Um, we certainly, from our agency perspective, we've had to really diversify the way the the, the way that we're um, kind of marketing ourselves and looking at where the client base um, that we're wanting to to, to work with um, our our client base where we had um, three four years ago we had our kind of ideal client that was who we were working with these days they just simply don't exist because um, there are there are uh, so many more companies obviously hire in-house these days in terms of bringing workforce expertise I mean that's nothing new we've had that for, for a number of years now but um, from a, from our agency we've, we've had to kind of transition over the last three or four years from where we were um, in terms of client base there hasn't been I wouldn't say drastic changes for us recently because we've because we had to have that transition over the last two or three years um, a lot of the individuals that we've had conversations with, um, the kind of freelancers, uh, the solo business owners, we've had um, come through WP and up. There's definitely been um, this kind of uh, there's less, if you like, at the at the lower end where you've got individuals that are um, providing freelance services. There's less for them um, to be picking up now. So there's been much more of a struggle at um, at that kind of that level. Some of the discussion around, uh, of course, uh, the elephant in the room, Gutenberg, has been yes. uh, the, the level of, of edu- re-education that a lot of mm-hmm. um, you know legacy WordPress or developers have, have come through, right? So HTML, mm-hmm. CSS, PHP, they've been able to, to dive into that for the last decade mm-hmm. to 15 years, yep. literally, um, and sort of be good with that tool set and have a good living, have a good offering, provide a good service. And it's not like it's mm-hmm. gone right now, but... Gutenberg certainly introduces a new level of having to learn JavaScript, having to learn the way things uh, from the front end to the back end sort of talk to one another, and, and it becomes a different animal. I see it as good and bad. Um, you know, this is the time where sort of everyone's going a little bit crazy. I haven't heard any horror stories or haven't seen any horror stories that everybody sort of predicted would happen when 5.0 rolled out. Um <laughs> Is there a different uh, learning curve that you see from your perspective, either from the digital agency side or what you've seen through WP and up, uh, WP up, mm-hmm. um, of this whole like learning JavaScript and, and and coming to a new age of WordPress development? Is there any insights you've seen there? Yeah, I mean, personally, I think it's it's um, it's good for us to continue to be evolving, to be progressing. Um, I think, I mean, Gutenberg's what it was a two plus year project in the pipeline. Um, it wasn't suddenly sprung on us. I mean, yes, there's been a lot of challenges around the the um, the, the, the the projects of late, um, but it's not new. And I think we always need to be evolving. We always need to be educating ourselves. Um, if we just simply stay as we are, we're 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 never going to really progress. It's not it's not something I would ever ever encourage um, where, where we've got individuals that that want education we will happily um, uh, fund that education because um, it, it only makes our our whole world better our whole community better um, where we, we are leveling up our skills um, it actually means we've got more um, more uh, technical challenges coming through which make projects more interesting um so i I, i'm we're definitely embracing uh this new world and and enjoying um, and enjoying being in it to be honest yeah yeah well uh i agree i I think that it's going to bring some good stuff it's going to be a little rocky Mm. from for right now for some folks um you know and some folks are straight out saying you know they've they've moved on from wordpress and 
because of this and it's again that's like market correction like this stuff is going to happen those folks are going to leave wordpress they're going to actually start something else they actually might be more uh uh profitable or or the the, mm-hmm. the endeavor is going to be more fruitful because they're going to move on and, and really dive into something else and sometimes a reset is good mm-hmm. um absolutely and we, we although we do predominantly wordpress we don't solely work within wordpress mm. um it's about the right tool for the right clients. Mm. Uh, but what, it, that, that diversification is a positive. What other areas of technology do you do you dip into at the agency? So we've been doing a lot with the uh, kind of the Jamstack, having a lot of fun um, around the kind of Gatsby, uh, Gatsby JS, and the various uh, solutions that we've. Um, yeah, it's, it's we have to be careful of the shiny new toy, <laughs> keep jumping forward. But yeah, no, it's it's been good actually. Um, good to. to dip or toe outside of the uh, the WordPress bubble. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to um, to try that. I, I actually have it on my to-do list because I saw somebody sharing it just for me to take a look at, um, mm-hmm. just being generally interested in, in new mm-hmm. things. Uh, the other one I want to dip back into, uh, which is uh, Expression Engine, I remember mm-hmm. them from the same time I discovered WordPress, maybe whatever, 12, 15, yeah, 13 years ago, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now I've, uh, I've recently read on the Tavern that they're going open source. Um, I haven't looked at the license or if they're going pure GPL or not, um, but that looks like a great CMS, uh, and it's yeah. and it's standed the test of time, uh, right. which yeah. is a huge uh, uh, benefit to them, uh, and mm-hmm. hopefully they see some success there. Yeah, uh, let's just dive into just marketing uh, real mm-hmm. quick. What are sure. the particular challenges? I mean, we we've talked about some already. Uh, of course, you go into different territories, different. Um, cultures and WP up uh, becomes difficult to, to market because folks don't want to bubble up and, and talk about that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, yeah. What does the marketing push look like for, for this year, for 2019, for this project? Mm-hmm. What sort of tips and tricks are you doing that maybe others can can implement in their initiative sure. or organization? Yeah, I mean, we, we're very much uh, wanting to work with the community um, in all that we're doing. Uh, the video that we, um, the press forward video that we published um, earlier part of this year, um, which we feel it was, it had the success it had because we'd involved um, individuals that had a, a stake in it, individuals, part, members of the community that were um, passionate about what we're doing and wanted to help spread the word. So it's really about for us as an as a as an organisation being able to work with the community. Um, We've got a number of other ideas and other initiatives um, that are kind of similar, um, similar scope, similar spec, um, and looking forward to getting those out into the community. And it really is just we want to work with people that are passionate about this. Um, I mean, we, we can invest tens of thousands into marketing, um, and we need to ensure that we're responsible with the with the money that is donated to us um, and actually using the community and being part of the community um, really does feel like the, the most kind of responsible way of doing um, of doing what we're doing. Mm. <coughs> I see you have business health, skills health, physical health, and mental health. Mm-hmm. Physical health yeah. page. Is this you eating this taco right here with this fierce beard? Is that you? <laughs> No, that's not you. <laughs> we've got, we've got. Um, I mean, these these are our health hubs. Um, these have actually been born out of the uh, the conversations that we've been having from with with, with people over the last twelve months. Um, it's been really interesting. We've we've discovered that um, everybody kind of fits into one of and crosses over between the the four health hubs. Um, I mean, our overarching focus is mental health, but we do have the mental health hub because there are individuals that come through that um, do. Sp- 
uh, that are suffering with a clinical medical health issue. Um, so then we need to be able to provide that kind of support. We need to be able to provide that um, those kinds of signposts. We need to be able to get that individual to the right medical support um, or clinical support. So that's where the kind of mental health hub comes in. Um, obviously, physical health we know is directly related to mental health. Um, so it was important, again, to, to have um, something in there about um, getting out, exercising. I mean, I know I'm, I'm just as good. I'm guilty of sitting in this chair for eight, 10, 12 hours sometimes without moving, which is incredibly unhealthy. Um, so just getting out and just going for a walk in the morning, get an hour out in the morning if you can, or even 10 minutes in the morning just to, to clear your mind and some physical exercise is obviously positive. Um, but it, we know also we've got the business health and the skills health uh, hubs and the um, a lot of the individuals come through, there is a business related issue. Um, we, we may talk to an individual and they're, they're struggling with anxiety and depression. We drill down and we find out, well, actually, it's because their business is struggling. And then we drill down further and we realise, well, their business is struggling. They may be a, a phenomenal developer, have this amazing product, but they don't know how to market themselves. So we're then looking at the Skills Health Hub and we've got um, a marketing uh, uh, um, training courses within the Skills Health Hub. So they've kind of come through, cross through from the mental health to the um, business health to the skills health uh, and there's, there's support in all of them often there's the uh, there's a kind of um, they may come in with a mental health uh, uh, illness and obviously that's different from an individual that is coming in and the mental health is a an effect of the um, uh, skills gap for example when you go to revisit the goals of uh, the year uh, going into this into this year the uh, is it is it you and and the team applying uh, feedback to those goals or are you the the one man that's like taking all of this on uh, yourself no no not at all I say so we've got we've got about 24 volunteers currently um, the the team of trustees so the trustees are kind of the legal uh, legal um, management, if you like, of the uh, of the organisation. Um, they are a le it is a legal requirement for us to have uh, these individuals. We've um, pulled together, or there have been individuals that have also stepped up within the community that have very specific skill sets um, that are advising our within our various health hubs. And then we've also got our, our volunteers that are supporting, whether it's uh, supporting running events, whether it's supporting um, from our marketing, from our social perspective, there's, there's quite a number of roles. Um, and we're, we're trying to be as open as we possibly can in all of this discussion. Um, we do have a Slack. Uh, you can, anybody's welcome to come join us. It's uh, wpnup.org slash Slack. Um, you'll get redirected to a, an invite page. Just drop your email in there. Um, Within that Slack, we try and that's where we're trying to manage the um, the kind of the goals, uh, the, the, the developing the services, developing the products, etc. Um, so that's as I say, we're trying to follow the kind of the ethos of open source in that we are trying to be as open as we possibly can. Uh, we've got our docs sites so at docs.wpnup.org also has um, all of our um, uh, our various documentation, including our business plan, we've got all our finances in there. It's a case of let's get as open as we as we can with all of this. Um, we've got our obviously our safeguarding policy and our, um, our constitution, which actually is a legally binding document for the for the charity. 
So we want to ensure that we've got as many people involved within this as possible because um, I have a perception, I have an idea, I have a way of how I'd like to take this forward, but that's just one perception. That's just one perspective, um, and that doesn't work. This is a because this this impacts such a large community. Um, I mean, we, we're looking at the statistics. One in six individuals will be impact directly impacted by mental health. Um, if you are um, uh, self-employed, um, that statistic raise, uh, increases to one in four of us. Um, so that's incredible when you think of potentially a quarter of our colleagues, friends, uh, community members are impacted by this. We need to ensure that the people that are supporting it and developing it is as, as wide and as varied as possible as well. WPandup.org. Again, if you want to give to the cause, you want to find some help through the, uh, through the charity, head on over to wpandup.org. Uh, there's a, uh, or slash give, if you want to give, there's a goal that they're looking for uh, towards to hit 10,000 um, pounds. And that should probably change by the time we get into 2019, mm-hmm. I'd imagine. <clears throat> Hopefully we see that green bar move a little bit more. <laughs> uh, we've got our um, of our costs. We've actually open again. Our, our year one projected costs are two hundred and sixty thousand um, pounds. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man, it's a tremendous undertaking, Dan. I appreciate uh, everything uh, that you're doing here, and of course, everyone who's helping you um, get this get this running. Um, where can folks find you to say thanks? Uh, I- Pretty much anything forward slash Dan maybe that's D A N M A B Y. You'll find me personally, um, and similarly, pretty much anything forward slash W P N up. Um, we're also Twitter, Facebook, all the usual channels, Instagram, um, but W P N up forward slash contact. Uh, there's a live chat on there. There's um, the email contact form, various bits and pieces, as well as a phone number. Um, and please, if anybody is out there having any kind of um, issues, challenges, if anything that we kind of touched on tonight, this evening do please feel free to contact us. Uh, everything is handled um, with confidential, with completely confidentially, um, so there's no kind of uh, ramifications. Uh, so please do reach out to us. Absolutely. Everybody else, matreport.com slash subscribe to join the mailing list. You can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Matt Report. It's season eight, winding down the season eight, of course, uh, as we start off 2019 with some new things in the works. Uh, I'll be in touch when that stuff starts to roll out. We'll see you in the next episode.